Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Welcome to the Kent Online Podcast on Thursday, August the 6th. First today, we've been hearing from a Medway family who say their lives were put at risk after a fire swept through a cornfield and destroyed part of their property. At Kent Online, you can see how the blaze gutted an Airbnb bungalow that had just been built in the garden of their home on Ham Lane in Gillingham. Sean Farley, his son William, partner Wendy and their friend Christy were there at the time. William says it was terrifying. Within probably about a minute, Half of the trees were on fire, so I, I quickly rushed up here in my dressing gown to get my mum and the cleaner who was in the bungalow at the time. And about a minute later, the roof had probably collapsed in and we, we'd gone. So, yeah, it was yeah pretty scary. Wendy also had a lucky escape. This could have killed me and Christy. It could have killed our next-door neighbours, all, all of us, Sean and William. We could all be dead now and they need to find out exactly how it started, why it started, and more importantly, why it wasn't prevented. Sean thinks firefighters should have done more to stop the flames. My question's literally by the time we got out into the street, that roof came in. If they'd been in there 60 seconds longer, that would have been a fatality, and I don't understand why this isn't being examined as a proper investigation into potential near-miss fatality. Kent Fire and Rescue say they're working with the family and looking into their concerns as a priority. Next, a lorry driver's been arrested after a man in his 50s was killed on the A20 in Farningham. The victim was hit by an HGV around half four this morning. The family of a young mum who died shortly after giving birth to her second child are urging anyone who's had a caesarean to be offered blood-thinning drugs. 20-year-old Jasmine Donkin from Herne Bay collapsed after developing a blood clot three weeks after having her daughter. An inquest has concluded she died of natural causes. International aid's begun arriving in Beirut as the city holds a number of officials under house arrest in connection with Tuesday's explosion. The blast, which killed 135 people, is being blamed on chemicals that weren't stored properly. Hundreds of thousands of people have lost their homes. Dr Yaniv Voller is an expert in Middle Eastern politics at the University. University of Kent. He says it'll have more long-term effects as well. The destruction of the port is going to affect the import of goods to Lebanon. And again, it's going to increase prices. It means that Lebanon will have to find new uh, sources for its imported goods, especially food. And that will increase the pressure even further on the Lebanese population. Kent Online News. An inquiry is being launched into the rising number of migrants getting into the UK by crossing the Channel to Kent in small boats. MPs on the Home Affairs Select Committee will look into why the numbers have quadrupled in just two years. More than 100 people have been intercepted today alone, with seven rubber dinghies towed into Dover by Border Force boats. Almost 900 people were killed or seriously injured on Kent's roads last year, according to data seen by Kent Online. The Department for Transport figures for 2019 show an increase of almost 5% compared to the previous year. 
Now, you've probably already noticed that it's pretty hot in Kent right now. In fact, it's officially a heat wave, and with that comes a health warning. With temperatures set to reach the mid to high 30s for the next few days, health bosses say it's important to make sure the most vulnerable are protected. We're all being urged to check on relatives and neighbours, particularly those who are elderly. Dr Julian Spinks, who's a GP in Strood, has been chatting to Louisa at KMTV. It always feels slightly sad that as soon as we get a good day, we have to warn people. But it is uh, a big problem sometimes when the temperature goes particularly hot. Um, and uh, people who are vulnerable, people who have other diseases and so on, are particularly prone to this, and elderly people. So what you're wanting to do is to stay out of the sun during the hottest part of the day. So in other words, uh, from about 11 o'clock through till 3 o'clock in the afternoon when the sun is at its height, uh, staying away from that. Simple things like staying indoors and closing windows so that you're not getting as much heat coming in will stop you uh, overheating because what we're trying to avoid is heat exhaustion and uh, ultimately heat stroke. And who's most at risk when it comes to this heat alert? Well, uh, the small and the old are the two. So children are particularly prone to things like heat exhaustion and elderly people will also have problems. Um, obviously, if you happen to be out and about and you haven't got a choice, then there's a greater risk for you. And I think the main thing is take the simple precautions, dress sensibly, and also obviously going out in the sun, you need to be putting on sun cream to protect against getting burnt. Yes, that was going to be my next question. It's also going to be really sunny, not much cloud cover across Kent uh, throughout the, the week and into the weekends. How important is it that people really do wear sun cream and, and top up their levels of sun cream throughout the day? Yes, it is. Uh, you know, put on uh, a T-shirt, don't go topless, uh, because that will actually expose your, your uh, body to more sun. Um, put on a hat as well, particularly if you're like me and that you haven't got so much hair on the top anymore. And then finally, you need to put sun cream on, which you need to keep putting on. Uh, because it does come off, particularly if you sweat. And if you happen to be lucky enough at, to be at a beach and uh, are swimming, then it will get washed off. So keep putting it on through the day. Even so, with all of that, if you can stay out of the sun when you don't need to be there, that is a very useful thing to do. And you mentioned heat stroke being ultimately the thing we're trying to avoid the most. So what are some of the risks if you do get heat stroke? Mm -hmm. Heat stroke can be very severe um, because what happens is the body core temperature starts to rise. And one of the signs is if you've got somebody who's got a temperature over 40 degrees centigrade, and that will start to cause damage to the way the brain is working. And ultimately, if completely left, it can cause serious illness. Uh, for most people, it can mean a trip to hospital to be rehydrated and to be cooled down. And we want to avoid that. Meantime, Southeastern say they have crowdbuster trains on standby with services to the Kent Coast expected to be packed until Sunday. The company say they'll be running longer trains while one-way systems and queuing arrangements could be introduced at the busier stations like Margate and Whitstable. Ferry operator DFDS has announced they're cutting 79 jobs in Dover. A consultation period is now underway as the company says they have to adapt to new market conditions caused by the pandemic. £14 million worth of drugs has been discovered in a lorry full of roses and sunflowers heading to Kent. Waterforce seized the cocaine and amphetamines after stopping the vehicle at the Eurotunnel in France. The 32-year-old driver is due at Crown Court next month. The former Debenham store in Folkestone could be temporarily turned into an indoor market while a decision's made on what to do with it long term. The idea has been put forward at a council meeting, but it's not thought to be very popular with traders in the town. 
The building on Sandgate Road has been empty since May and a competition's underway for residents to come up with a new name for it. Now, figures show Dartford is the quickest place to sell your home in Kent. It takes an average of six weeks to sell a property in areas with a DA postcode, according to research by estate agent comparison site GetAgent. Medway wasn't far behind, although the slowest places in the county are apparently Cranbrook and Dover, where it takes an average of about four months. And finally today, members of a circus have thanked people in Sittingbourne for helping them survive lockdown after being left stranded in a field for four months. Santa Circus had to stop performances and couldn't leave the site near the A2 in Bapchild. They also couldn't claim any financial help from the government. We've been chatting to Ruby Santos on a rather windy shepherd to find out what lockdown was like for them. Really hard, honestly, really very, very hard. Um, we've been very lucky that the public here have been incredible, the locals, they've really reached out um, and they've donated food and stuff, which has really helped us because we were basically starving. At the end of the day, that's what it was. We had no income from the government, no loans, nothing like that. Nothing. So we were literally here starving. It was the hardest, the hardest moment in our lives. It's work, you know, it's our lives, it's our culture, so we're looking forward to opening again. Yeah. Well, they have now moved to Barton's Point Coastal Park in Sheerness, where they're staging their first shows since lockdown was eased. That's it for today, but you can now also subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Just head to iliftmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.